The Lord be with you. Welcome to Thin Places, the podcast channel of St. Aidan's Anglican Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. I'm Father Lee, the pastor here at St. Aidan's, and I want to invite you to join me here each week as we join together to share common prayer, common worship, and common life. And just as the streams feed the trees on their banks till they pour in the seas, so may my life be to all those who share this wilderness road. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Mark in the 16th chapter. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so they might go and anoint the Lord. And very early, on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw the stone had been rolled back, and it was very large. And entering into the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him? But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he's going before you to Galilee, and there you will see him just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had seized them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Will you pray with me? Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. For you are our strength, and you are our Redeemer. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I invite you to be seated. In the beginning, God spoke. And by that word, all things came into being. Everything that is began because the word spoke. The heavens and the earth and day and night and stars and sun and moon and storms. Every living thing in every shape and every size. The waters teem with life. The trees burst into bloom. Creatures small and great, and wild and tamed. God speaks, and it is. And then over the whole of his creation, he speaks the word, yes, good. And then God gives one final good gift. 
God created them in his own image. Male and female, he created them. He created one last final nature, a human nature. And on that human nature, he lays his own image. To the human nature, to humanity itself, he gives the gift of echoing God's own word. Yes. Good. He gives to the image bearers the power to echo his word. Made in his own likeness, empowered to know existence and to proclaim it good. The world filled with grace and gift. But it doesn't stay that way. Because those creatures made in the image of God, the man and the woman, creatures who sit enthroned upon the whole of creation, creatures given the power to name, the power to echo God's eternal yes, say no. They say no to limits. They say no to gifts. They say no to God's home. And here's the truth. The one that tempted them was and is and always will be a liar. They already had the tree of life. They had it there to give them grace, to give them comfort. They had it in their midst for shade and for rest. They would not die anyway. They were already like God. And yet he awoke in them a chafing at their own createdness. And so they chose to eat from the tree of limits. They wanted the power not just to name all the goods of the earth. They wanted the power to name evil. They wanted the power to proclaim right from wrong. They wanted to control everything. They wanted control even if it meant losing everything they had. And so they lost their home. And they, and we along with them, went into exile wandering throughout the world, searching forever for a way home. And facing them was only despair or hope. Despair that everything was broken and could not be restored or hope. The insane hope that what was lost could be made whole again. But to find that way home was beyond them. The only way to find the way home was to be led by one who knew the way. To be led by one who trusted completely. Who could be trusted completely. By one who could name truly. 
And it was in that hope that Abraham laid all of his hope. He trusted in the promise that God made to him. He learned how to trust in God's promise. And so he becomes for us the archetype, the image of faithfulness, of hope, of trust, the ancestor of faith. And yet that journey home, that journey in hope, was filled with demonic traps and pagan empires. It was full of darkness and bondage. And how could the people look at that and not be horrified by the odds that they faced? They journeyed into that wilderness with only a hope and a promise. And in the midst of that wilderness, pursued and surrounded on every side, they come to the shores of a sea filled with frenzy life and roiling chaos. It seems completely impassable to them. This unnameable, churning darkness in front of them. And yet, the one who leads them, Moses, the one who is steadfast, holding on to nothing more than the Creator's promise, splits the sea in two and makes a way home. And it's not the end of the trouble. It's not the end of the snares. It's not the end of captivity. Just like us, Our forebears, our ancestors, knew years of being lost and abandoned and enslaved. And yet, like us, they hungered, they longed to go home. And in the midst of that longing, the prophets begin to speak to them, speak to them of a hope. Speak to them the promise of God. Isaiah whispered to them the message of their Savior. With great tenderness, I will take you back. With enduring love, I will pity you. The covenant of Eden, the covenant of Abraham, the covenant of Moses will not be forgotten. And then there's a new promise a water that will cleanse instead of smother, food that will satisfy every hunger, forgiveness that will never end, love that will endure all things. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so high are my ways above your ways, my thoughts above your thoughts. God's very word will now become the final yes of creation. But what about the roadblock between God's grace and our home? What about the sin in us? What about this ritual of death and no-ness that we continue to fling ourselves into? How is God going to penetrate the thickness in our heads and in our hearts? When we cling to other gods, when we cling to our own no. That's what Ezekiel saw. And Ezekiel scolds, but Ezekiel also promises. He whispers about a hope of God's covenant love, a love that could make us whole again, a love 
that never stops, that never gives up, that can't be broken, and always forever love. A love that could bring us home. And in the midst of all of that sorrow in our own hearts, in the midst of our sadness, we hear Ezekiel's rumor that God will come to ransom us back. Could we hope? Could we chance to hope? Could we dare to hope that what was lost might be restored? For a new spirit, for hearts that were no longer made of stone, for an open door to bring us home. Who would have guessed that our home would be a person? And who would have guessed that the way home, the way home from our exile, would be through the death that had been our exile? But this time, with someone who had gone that way before us. Someone who would now take us by the hand and raise us out of death into life. Jesus enters into the depths of death, a plunge that he didn't have to make, a descent that he embraces because he loves us. He went into death and spoke yes. He spoke yes with the utter trust of Abraham. He spoke yes with the faithful confidence of Moses. He spoke yes with the bright reliance of Isaiah. He spoke yes with the whispered comforts of Ezekiel. And the risen, crucified one continues to speak yes. He speaks yes to us this morning in the midst of our own sin, even in the midst of the death which we have brought on ourselves. Christ speaks yes. And his promise to us is that if we will echo his yes, good, then we will be like him and we will be in him because he has taken our humanity into himself and has baptized it and has glorified it and now carries us as one of his own to a safe land. He carries us home. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for checking out Thin Places today. If you were blessed by your time with us and want to know more, check out anchor.fm forward slash thin dash places for more homilies, devotionals, and worship from St. Aidan's Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. And make sure to follow us and leave a comment and join us again next time in common prayer, common worship, and common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
hope with our Father is restored. Hope with our Father is restored.